You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time. From your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. There's a lot of technology news involving the coronavirus today. Maybe the biggest story involves Donald Trump and Google. On Friday, the president gave a press conference where he said, Google is building a giant website to help Americans find coronavirus testing facilities. 1,700 people are working on it, he said. Turns out the president's statement caught Google by surprise and wasn't entirely true. In fact, it was largely an exaggeration. What was actually happening is that Verily, which is a subsidiary of the same parent company, Alphabet, that controls Google, Verily was working on a small test to help frontline medical workers in San Francisco. So saying that Google is building a giant thing while Verily is actually building a small thing is kind of like saying the army has invaded a country when really what you mean is the Coast Guard is patrolling the waters. They're very different. In any case, Trump said it. And so Google had a complicated weekend. Google has a very intense relationship with this president. They know that the president is in charge of antitrust. They know that the president can move markets with his tweets. They also know that one of the companies they're heavily invested in, Oscar, is a healthcare company started by Jared Kushner's brother. So there are a lot of ties. So Google had a couple of options. The option they seem to have chosen was to ramp up their efforts to more closely match what the president had said. So Donald Trump exaggerated something, and then Google figured their best bet, as far as we can tell, was to try to mimic it, which may not be the worst thing. So that's story number one. Story number two is a vote that's about to take place in Israel. Prime Minister Netanyahu is asking for the ability to get secret cellular data, data on where people 
have gone with their phones and who they've been close to so that he can help control the coronavirus outbreak. Imagine that if I tested positive, I haven't, but imagine that I did. My cell phone carrier would have very valuable information about where I've been the last few days. And if you could collate it with other companies' information, you could figure out who I'd been next to, who I'd interacted with, and who therefore might be at risk and should go into quarantine. This is not the last time there'll be a big trade-off between liberal values and security during this outbreak. We don't know how the vote will happen, but a lot of governments will be trying to get data like this. All right, see you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.